Yo, we back with another hot takes with C and M. How's the co-host in? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Hey, that's good. I am pretty good. I'm glad to be up at this time of the night. About to be midnight in a couple minutes. Uh, <laughs> well. Man, so we back with another podcast. We got some topics for the family out here. It's been a minute. So let's get to it. We just recorded last week. I forgot about that. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> tells you what type of week it's been for me. <laughs> Anyways, the Suns, they just matched the Pacers' offer for Aiton, and it's a max deal. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I wasn't surprised, to be honest, because that was their number one overall pick just a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, however, once you saw that was he was the number one overall pick in 2018, right? So you usually keep your number one overall picks unless they're just terrible, like when Anthony Bennett came out in 2013, you know. And now we <laughs> haven't heard from we haven't heard from him in forever, right? Um, but considering the way that everything ended when he was basically benched at the end of that series by Monty Williams, and then he's talking about it's just internal problems and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it, it definitely made you think that, you know, maybe maybe they wouldn't resign him, but I couldn't see them, you know, giving him away just for nothing, right? Because he was a restricted free agent. Usually they resign with their teams, like we saw Zach Levine do with the Bulls. Um... So, I mean, that's pretty much it. He's been solid. He's averaged about 16 points, 10.5 rebounds, and about two assists. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been anything crazy or spectacular. Not what you expect from a number one overall pick, that, that you say. But right. it's been serviceable, <laughs> you know. Um, so, But I don't know. Maybe he can put it together this year or next year or something so he can be worth this contract. But I don't know. It was kind of a weird one for me. That's it. So, I was surprised until I really thought about it. Right. Because, like, it's like, oh, you guys are in the, you know, conversation of getting Kevin Durant. And then now you guys Mm -hmm. just pretty much blew that out the window until, like, January. It ain't nobody from the way for January to get Kevin Durant. So, no. So I was like, and, but then I was like, oh, right, he's the first round pick, you know. You got to get something for him. You know, that, I think that's what that came down to. Like, you don't want your first-round pick to just go nowhere. Right. And you get nothing. So, it's just – no, it was – and then I understood it. I was like, okay, they just want something for him. So, I think they might trade him when he's eligible. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just uh, – the team wants more from him, which is very – Understandable because he's a first round pick, and you know, and you just gave out right. his numbers. Well, not his just numbers the first are pretty, pick, the number one overall pick, right? So, his numbers are very average. It's one of those if he was like pick 20, he's like succeeding his play right now, right? But he was the pick of the draft, so I mean, he's playing well and he's played better because he has Chris Paul, not Devin Booker, being point guard, mm-hmm. so. 
that says something, but at the same time, it says a lot because just Chris Paul giving you the ball, who's a Hall of Famer. So, and then it and it just gets you know it makes it kind of even more sad because it's like, oh, you have Chris Paul, you're supposed to be doing even more. Mm-hmm. And he's doing even more, but it's just like he wasn't doing it a lot before Chris Paul, so. Tells you how great Chris Paul is, but yeah, he needs to do more. We'll see if he got another season. If he can do anything, that's one of those. Just gotta see him wait. I mean, he, you know, it's now you got a question because you know he got the bag, right? Is he gonna continue playing well? How's that gonna go? No, that's always something. That's always the factor in the NBA because you know players get their bag, and you know. They go from averaging 20 to averaging, like, 15, so. Yeah. <laughs> See how that goes. Because they get comfortable, you know, saying you've already, like you said, you already got your money. You're making, you know, 20, 25 million dollars. You got a hundred and sixty million dollar contract or something. What What do I need to go back and get better for, you know, compete for? For what? I'm touching money that probably most people will never, ever touch in their life, if we're being honest, right? So. Right. I don't need I don't need to go back in the lab like that. It really just depends. It really becomes dependent on the person and ultimately the athlete. How bad yeah. do you want it? Do you you know? Do you want to be great? Do you want to get better? Because I mean, we can we can just take Giannis for an example. We remember where Giannis mm-hmm. was at. The dude was scrawny. He averaged you know a couple you know two three points a game. You know, it wasn't we wasn't talking about you know the Greek freak or anything like that because he was he was you know he was just a kid. I mean, now this right. is a grown man. This is, you know, he's a NBA champion. He got his own line of shoes. He got his own movie. You know, he he stayed and made a small market team, basically not 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 valuable, but that we pay a lot more attention to Milwaukee usually, and that you know they were able to bring some high profile players to them like Drew right. Holiday, because Drew Holiday was very underrated when he was in New Orleans, and he still is. Oh, by far. But he's but just, just a little bit more light to his game since he's playing with Giannis. Yeah. So, I mean, with Aiton, I mean, I think he's going to have to show, you know, Coach Monty. Because, you know, Monty Williams, he comes from kind of that old school type, mm-hmm. of, type of crowd. He's like a Greg Popovich type of chip on the, off the old block, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I think you gotta, you got to prove you gotta prove your worth just because you – are in the NBA, that don't mean that you can't be out the NBA just like that. We've seen players' careers right. go from go from hero to zero in just a matter of, you know, a matter of seasons. Isaiah Thomas, you know, being a very prominent example. When he was at right. his peak, I mean, we were talking about this dude being in the, you know, MVP conversation, lifting the Celtics to heights before they obviously have done what they've done now that we had never seen. And then, you know, he gets to Cleveland, and, you know, he has a hip injury, he gets traded to, you know, and he went to Utah, he went to Charlotte, and he's just never been able to be that dude that we saw, you know, with the Celtics ever again. Right. So, you know, it's, you know, you got to still, you still have to put that same time and energy and effort in even after you get what you want, you know? Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I mean, just, it definitely comes down to, um, uh, if he wants it, type deal. Because I mean, yeah. As we've you know heard of the you know the favorite line everybody likes to use, "Mama mentality." It's exposing mm-hmm. a lot of players. The more it's used, 
you know. Yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people, you know, realize that, but you know, there's only a handful of people, few, that are actually have that mentality of wanting to get better. And those are your superstars from, you know, you got Luka Doncic, you got, you know, your old head, Steph Curry, Mm -hmm. Durant, LeBron, you know, those players. Right. Jason Tatum, you know, like you're just the superstars of the league. And that's that's pretty much it. If you want it, you're going to be a star in the league type deal because you're already a pro. (laughs) You're already good enough to be a pro, so. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But speaking on what it means to be, you know, pro, we see that James Harden, he was able to ink his little two-year extension. He left some money on the table for them to be able to sign other players, so they were able to bring P.J. Tucker in. But what type of James Harden are we getting this season? Who are we going to see? You know? Somebody. I'm saying we have no clue. (laughs) (laughs) We have no clue. It's it's tough because it's tough because we're used to the MVP James Harden and honestly that's right. only that's the only James Harden we've seen since let's say OKC because mm-hmm. when he went to the Rockets he was pretty much instantly always in the MVP conversation pretty much and so. I don't know. I would say I will hope to at least see an all-star version of James Harden. And he's in the East, so I would say it might be a little easier. I don't know. Who knows? I want to say at least, you know, be respectful and say at least the all-star version. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's getting up there in age, just like everybody else in the league is. So who knows? Who knows? I agree. Uh, I because I have the same pretty much the same thing. I said that I feel like we get two two sides of James Harden. We see when he's locked in, the dude's a top ten player. Mm-hmm. You know, he's leading his team. He's you know having those fifty point outbursts, and we're like, "Ooh, here he come!" You know what I'm saying? But then we see other times when you know he's in Brooklyn, he's not feeling it no more. He want to leave stuff like right. that. Then we get you know, then we get you know the fat man James Harden, quote unquote. Like he out of out of shape, lethargic, all types of stuff. Right. He's not engaged. He's not engaged. So, and then you know he basically quits his way out of that situation, which is what we saw when he basically moved his way out of Houston. He moved his way out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we see him dazzle in the playoffs and stuff like that. I mean, not the playoffs, the regular season. We don't see that in the, in the playoffs at all. He's great in the regular season, but then he fades. He fades when he gets into the playoffs. So I don't, I don't know why. Cause we, you know, we see the great dude like you were talking about, this great dude mm-hmm. like man MVP, and but then it's like that doesn't show up when it matters the most, which is the playoffs. You know, don't matter what you do in the regular season. Just ask the Phoenix Suns. Right. <laughs> they've, been, they've, you know, what I'm saying they've done, they've had the best record out the league for what the past two playoffs, right? The past two seasons, and then what do they do? They fade when they get to the playoffs. So when it matters the most. Who cares that you won 63 games if you lose the first round like they did? Nobody. You know, <laughs> so I think for James Harden, it's ultimately going to depend on depend on if he's really engaged. You know, if he's really engaged, this is really where he wants to be. This is really what's going to make him happy. 
Because if not, then we're going to basically see the dude we saw this year. The dude that split time between Brooklyn and when he finally got to Philly and that didn't really do too much. And, you know, you already say he's getting older. So as you get older, you're not getting better. You're getting, you know what I'm saying? You're getting older. You know, things don't move like they used to. You're not moving like you used to, you know. So that's, the, I mean, that's pretty much all with that. <laughs> yeah, I like how you mentioned the playoffs because – his track record with the playoffs hasn't been the greatest. I would say his probably his best performances in the playoffs was um probably that 2017 year mm-hmm. with KD his first run with it. That would be my you know prediction, but you know they lost. You know CP got injured. You know so many excuses out there. <laughs> oh yeah, but then just. Yeah, just with the – I mean, in that same series, Game 7, he played extremely awful. Right. Like, it was, like, historically awful, the whole team. But he was the leading factor in that. So, I mean, you know, what else can you – what else can you say? I mean, he just doesn't play the best in the in no. the playoffs. So, I mean, I think even if he doesn't have the greatest – Regular season, the Sixers will be in the playoffs. I will predict that. Only because just Joel and B, he's just that. He's just that good right now. Joel and B is insane. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he he's just that good. So I I will give Joel and B that credit pretty much. Yeah, I think I think now good. I think now for James in this point in his career, he's more of a secondary star than he's that dude. Because when we saw him be oh, yeah. that dude. That dude, like, exactly what you just said in Houston, he wasn't able to, to close the case. Like, that was his best opportunity when Katie and them, Katie was on the war and stuff like that, and they were having mm-hmm. their own entry problems, and he wasn't able to close the deal. When If you're that dude, you should be able to do that, you know? So, I don't – he needs – Joel Embiid has to stay healthy, first of all. That's that's the main thing, because if Joel, Joel goes down for any good length of time, it's over for the 76ers this year. Like, I'm sorry. Because I'm sorry, Harden is yeah. not the dude to be able to to carry them, you know, to the promised land no more. I mean, this. I mean, even when he was in Brooklyn, he was a secondary star because KD was the main attraction, right? And, right? and then Kyrie, and then Kyrie for all his shenanigans and whatnot. Even though dude's a great ball player, he still had all his shenanigans and everything, right? So ultimately, Harden has to be a secondary star, and Beat has to stay healthy, and he gotta he gotta take care of himself. He gotta want to be. Play his role. <laughs> like we talk about all the time. You got to want to play your role. You know? Mm-hmm. Realize that you're not – it's okay if you have a 50-point explosion shoot. We're going to – you know, the whole NBA, you know, the fans will be impressed. But that's not what they need every night. That's Joel. I mean, that's Joel's thing now. You know, right. we, expect jo- we expect Joel and the NBA to go out there and be a dog. I mean, that's just pretty much what we expect at this point. Because <laughs> the dude's insane. He's massive. You know, he's just always hurt or injured. I mean, you know, with different things. So, but, you know, like you said, we don't know what to expect from James. And what I put in these notes is I don't know what to expect from James Harden either. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, my hope is he he play better. I mean, yeah. That's my hope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, because that's still that's pretty much one of the guys that we grew up with watching. So I mean, we oh, know yeah. that they're 
basically he's basically getting closer to the tail end of his career. So you want to appreciate the great players while they're while they're playing, you know, because of course they're not going to be playing for forever. <laughs> so, but moving on a little bit to the NFL. So we saw that Kyler he just got his contract, and everything like that. So mm-hmm. we're wondering, you know. Is it going to be worth this contract? And if he is, does this automatically make the Cardinals Super Bowl contenders or contenders, period? I'm saying no. Okay. I'm saying no because if I might be mistaken, but aren't the Rams in their division? Yeah. <laughs> the Rams are the favorite. They just came off a Super Bowl win, of course. But at the same time... The Rams are still a Super Bowl team. You look at the roster, they still got most of their guys, right? They still got mm-hmm. one of the best wide receivers in the league ever, historically, right? right. So, still got Aaron Darnold, one of the best defenders ever. So, it's just, you still got Jane Ramsey over there. It's just, the team is still a Super Bowl team. The Cardinals missed out last season when Murray got injured. Mm-hmm. He was out for like six games or something like that towards the end of the season. Yeah. And they were my favorite because they started off, I want to say like 6 and 0, 7 and 0. They're one of the few undefeated teams, and then Murray got injured, right? Right. And so they made the playoffs and he came back, but you could tell he's just out, out of ry- rhythm. Sadly, that's just what happens with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And then, um, to make it even worse, J.J. Watt got injured. Right. And now, and and then he came back, but he wasn't even close to healthy. So, you know, that didn't do anything. So, they, I feel like they missed their opportunity because of injuries. And for a team like the Cardinals, that's, they, that doesn't come a lot. And I feel like that was, that's, they're not done for, but they're not contenders type deal. Mm-hmm. And then they lessened because um, Chandler Jones, he went to the Raiders. Yeah. So that, you know, that scary defense they had is not too scary no more. No. So I think they're a playoff team. I think they're mm-hmm. that good, but I don't think they're contenders. No. And, and I, I, I have to agree. I don't believe that they're contenders at all. Some for some reason that you were talking about, they have too many holes on both sides of the ball for me. Uh, the mm-hmm. O line is in shambles. The O line's in shambles. DeAndre Hopkins is suspended the first what six games of the season. So who is this man oh, even what, what throwing to? You know who is this man even really throwing to? Because you know AJ Green is basically a shell of himself. They lost Christian Kirk in free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean they drafted a couple dudes. Oh. But I mean, you know some. So I think some tight ends, right? Some like, they drafted a tight end, uh, McBride, I believe. But I mean, you know, it takes time to get acclimated to the playing NFL NFL ball. So right. I mean, who's merely throwing to? Who's really in the backfield anymore? Because you know, Kenyon Drake is not there anymore. You know, so <laughs> you know, who is he really? What are you really doing? Yeah, that's. <laughs> and then the same thing you talked about the defense. Chandler Jones is no longer there. JJ Watt basically is very injury prone. He's very fragile. Um, I mean, Buda Baker is very. Dude, it's amazing. It's very oh, yeah. solid. Um, so I mean, he's a great player. Love, love, definitely love watching him play. 
Isaiah Simmons really is still trying to figure out where his role is in mm-hmm. the game. And then, I mean, they, obviously they drafted rookies, but still, you still have to get acclimated to playing NFL ball. And Kyler right. is a small man, <laughs> so that's kind of why he gets those those injuries and, or those hits hurt a little bit more because it is taking a lot on his little frame. Um, mm-hmm. But, and then... They're never able to, you know, carry it, carry it down to the end of the season. So they started what ten and two. We were like, man, here come the Cardinals, and then, right. you know, then they finished eleven and seven. They get bounced out by the Rams in the very first playoff game, and then it's a wrap. And here we are. And that's, but that's happened for the past couple of seasons. They get out to hot starts, and we're like, oh my goodness, wow, what an offense, whatever. And then by like the tenth week, we're like, we're not talking about the Cardinals anymore. And then you talk about the Rams are being in that division. I believe this. I mean, the Seahawks are in that division too, but we're not really expecting them to do too much this year. And then the yeah. 49ers are kind of a wild card in that division. So, but I mean, we already know the Rams are going to be. I mean, the Rams are Super Bowl favorites, like you said. So, I mean, we already know the Rams are the Rams. I mean, the, the rich mm-hmm. got richer this offseason. Let's be honest. Right. I mean, holy moly, the, the additions they brought in, and they still might bring Odell back. So, they're they're crazy. But as far as him being worth his contract, I can't really say if he's worth it or not because I just think it's market rate. You know what I'm saying? We, Aaron yeah. Rodgers got fifty. Aaron Rodgers got fifty million, fifty million for his contract. I mean, not fifty million a year. And then Deshaun Watson got a fully guaranteed contract of two hundred and thirty million dollars. So I mean, you know, there's no. And then we're not even talking about Lamar or Joe Burrow, any of them, because those are guys right. are coming up for contract extensions soon too. Lamar has an MVP on his on his resume, so we're talking right. about this dude might command like sixty million dollars a year. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, and I'll I'll say they signed him that much money because it's just you're right now in the league you can't afford losing a good quarterback, right? So because they hold like, yeah, he's a good quarterback, right? Right. So I mean, they know, they know instantly how bad it is to have a good team with a bad quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, no like disrespect to Josh Rosen, but right, they, they just know. And so he's yeah. a good quarterback, and you know sometimes you know that good quarterback might be great, right? And that's what they're hoping for. And so you know, it's it's one of those you know. So I, I would say the same thing with the Raiders with Derek Carr. Derek mm-hmm. Carr is a really consistent, good quarterback. Is right. he great? No. no. But just who else is going to step up? And, you know, no one has no. stepped exactly. up, you know? Exactly. So, I feel like that's what that, you know, those signings are about, you know, the big quarterbacks, you know. Do they deserve the money? I don't think so. I mean – I'm biased, Derek Carr. I think he did. He's just consistent. But, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, just I think it's just you know you can't lose a good quarterback, right? And you know he was, and it, it did, and he was bringing drama to the team. So you want to cut that off as right. fast as you can. So, yeah. Well, the thing the thing about that is, as far as bringing drama, the thing about it is you're a professional. You know what I'm saying? This the NFL at the end of the day is a business. Okay, right. they can they can hire you and they can fire you too. They, the, the business yeah. is going to keep the business will keep moving with or without you. You are not the business. Okay, you're not the business. 
So, as far as all his antics and stuff like that, it really came across as childish and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yes, you know, yes, you want to get paid and stuff like that, but there's a way to go about doing things, right? And that uh-huh. wasn't the way to go about it. Um, you yeah, know what I'm So, you know, I think now that this has been settled, hopefully that, you know, we can start being a little bit more mature about how we move and what we do, you know, because when people are entrusting you, with as much money as they just entrusted this young man with, because he's only he's only twenty five years old, you know, uh, you gotta you gotta move different, you gotta be different, because mm-hmm. you are different. <laughs> you, you you can't be trying to do what your homeboys and stuff is doing, because your homeboys ain't touching this amount of money, okay? Right. They they ain't touching billionaires' money, right? So you gotta act like you got some sense, otherwise. They'll, they'll fire you. Ask, like you said, Josh Rosen. They had just drafted that dude 10th overall in the previous draft before Kyler came out. And what they do, they bounced him right on out of there. And that dude ain't been able to do nothing of value since. Yeah, he's been on a couple different teams, you know, Tampa and, you know, 49ers. And I think he went to Falcons. And then I think he's, he's with the Browns now, right? Yeah, he just signed with the Browns. Really. <laughs> See if he can do something up there. But they fired him. Just as fast they hired him. <laughs> they did all the pictures. They did all the smiling, like, you know, they're going to have, we're going to do this and this. And then the dude was mm-hmm. bounced out. So, you know, when you have stuff like that, you got to act like you got some sense, right? <laughs> right. That's, that's all I have to really say about that, you know, because then otherwise, what we're about to talk about next, they don't put, you know, homework clauses in your contract, you know. <laughs> you know. What are your right. thoughts on that? Even though they said there was reports that that's been taken out now, but still it got leaked out that it was in there in the first place. Well, so just you know, perfect scenario. It happened today. Zion, it came out that he needs to be under a certain amount of pounds. Right. Obviously, it's in the contract for a reason. So. Now, you know, like we said, Kyle Murray is a good quarterback. Right. Are you telling me he could be one of the best quarterbacks in the league if he just watched some tape? <laughs> Did a little homework? Like like we said, you just got to want it. And, you know, yeah. it's just any effort will beat out talent any day. Right. Doesn't matter how gifted you are. If someone wants it and they don't have the gifted ability you have, if they put that effort to it, they're gonna beat you. So it's just I don't understand it. And so I hope hopefully <laughs> hopefully he, you know, gets on it and we can actually see the improvement. Because yeah. at least I will say with his, with his team, if he does his homework, watch the tape, puts in the extra effort. His team could be a contender just because of him. Yeah. We've seen it with Joe Burrow. Prime example. Everybody in the in their mama knew his team was not good. <laughs> his team was not the greatest team. His team was not a right. Super Bowl team. But he was a Super Bowl quarterback, and that's what got him. Exactly. So it's just – it's just like, like – we been saying the whole podcast do do you want it more like it's just that's what that's ridiculous yeah uh, and, I, 
I agree. I like what you said about, you know, effort being talent because it's, it's about you putting in the work. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if somebody is more gifted or talented or whatever yeah. that guy. If you put in the work, if you're showing up and you showing that you're willing to show up till you get it, then that that's going to make you better because you want to do something that the gifted and talented person is not. And that's work because they think, you know, they can just roll out onto the field or the court or whatever they're doing and they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. You know that that's not the truth because there's a whole lot more that goes into doing whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do in life, regardless of the sports or not, than just being talented and doing whatever it is. Everybody has a talent. We yeah. all have talents. <laughs> this is about do we tap into them? <laughs> and, and when we do, how are we tapping into them? Right. So I think for him, I mean, I know that they said the clause you know, allegedly has been taken out or whatever. But the fact that it was in there in the first place at all, that tells me a lot. <laughs> that tells me a whole lot. That they can't trust you to go home and watch game film or prep so that they have to almost force you to, because if not, then you ain't getting this money that we about to give you. Because you, you, know, right. you don't know how to do your job. And like, what, what kind of craziness is that? people people dream you know what I'm saying people dream to make it to your position and be able to make that type of money or be able to play in the NFL for Pete's sake and you're there you're living it and then you do stuff like that which blows the opportunity I don't don't, don't understand it but hey you know hopefully he can make that change so next time we have this conversation be like he did his homework (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you, listen, you ain't got to worry about me. You put millions of dollars in my head. Shoot. What you need me to do? What, what you need me to do? How you need me to do it? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I ain't going to have no problems. Me. I, I, don't, I, ain't, I ain't never even had it yet. But I, I listen, it ain't going to change me, and I ain't going to be no different. I'm going to be doing the same things I'm doing with or without it. So mm-hmm. for me, for me in college situations, exactly what you said, you know, hoping that it improves and that he shows some improvement because maybe that's why, you know, he can't stay healthy or that he doesn't, his play kind of seems to, you know, take a fall off a cliff towards the end of the season because the teams already know what you're going to do. They already know how you act. Mm -hmm. If you're not studying, then you don't know how to scheme or prepare so that you're better. You got to keep improving as the season goes. Shoot, the season's 17 weeks now. The right. regular season is. And if you try to make it to the Super Bowl, shoot, it's 21 weeks. You got you to gotta be prepared. You got to be locked in. <laughs> You've got to be locked in. You know? Yeah. So. Totally agree. <clears throat> no. Now, to a little fine topic. Mm-hmm. Madden has recently come out with some ratings. Oh, boy. (laughs) And I'm going to be honest. It rubbed me the wrong way. (laughs) Okay. So I've seen a report. They're like, if you want to see how accurate Madden's ratings are, it's about 70%. That other 30, go Hello? Okay. To start it off, (laughs) 
Jamar Chase <laughs> is an 87. Mm-hmm. He ha- he's the same overall as Brandon Cooks and A.J. Brown. What? Okay, let me go. Oh, that's, let that's, me go. That's, that's, that's just disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> let me go. Let me go to my next subject. Debo Samuel. He's in, rated 89 overall. He's the same. K. Metcalf. Okay. Chris Godwin. Michael Thomas. Ty Lock. And wait, wait, wait. And Ty Lockett. Mm, wait, wait. I take that back. That that one's a little bit more. Actually, wait. I said that wrong. He's the same level as Dick and Metcalf and Chris Godwin. Michael Thomas, okay. Ty Lockett, and Amari Cooper all have 90. Um, see, that's. Okay, so the first thing with. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf being with Debo, that kind of makes sense, but having Michael Thomas rated as a 90 doesn't, because we basically haven't seen this man play in over a year. Right. Um, well, Amari Cooper. Well, right, but yeah, it's almost been two seasons, right? Shoot, my, my bad. Shoot. And then Amari Cooper, I mean, the dude is good. I mean, he was on the Cowboys, right? So now he's with the Browns hmm. or whatever. But, I mean, he kind of only shows up at home, and he kind of gets lost in the road. He's 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 a mag- he's a magician when it comes to footwork, but oh, yeah. sometimes sometimes he be he's not always there. He's not always yeah. he's not a, like a, a dude all the time, right? And that's what you expect mm-hmm. with you know '90s. I mean, I'm expecting when I'm playing with Tyreek or you know what I'm saying. I'm playing with mm-hmm. Jamar Chase. Well, then they gonna be open. They gonna be ready. Because right. um, that's what it's like in real life when you watch them play on the TV or, you know, or if you go to an actual game. So I, I, I don't agree with that because that, that's – but, you know, Madden is, is Madden at the end of the day. You know, they they right. some really bizarre <laughs> thing. We, we complain about the game every year about something that they could do better or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it don't stop us from buying it, too. We buy it every year. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We buy it every year. I buy right. Madden two shoot. I buy that's why I get my pennies together. So I'm like, you know, it's about that time of year again. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. you know when you delete, when you take Madden twenty one out or twenty two, you like, it's been good. Right. <laughs> you know, or you load up your twenty three. <laughs> um, but yeah, them ratings is those are very interesting. I, I always wonder how they get the ratings together anyway. Me too. Me where do they too. get the rate? Where do they get the ratings from? How do you say like? I mean, when do you ask somebody like, "Oh, what's their speed? Eighty nine. Well, how do you how do you get that? <laughs> like, right. do you ask them how fast you think they run? I mean, do y'all take a test? Is it time? You know, because me, shoot, when I be making my player or just making the team, should I go in there and change all types of settings? Shoot, right. <laughs> speed, accuracy, pass protect. Yeah, I, I think Debo Samuel deserves a ninety and higher. 
Yes, I agree with and that. This might be out there, you know, a crazy saying, but I do think out of all the people I named, from DK Metcalf to Amari Cooper to Ty Lockett, even Thomas, I think he's the best wide receiver on there. Who? Hey, no, I'll take that back. Debo Samuel, I think he's the best player. Like overall player? Overall player. Mm. Only because we've seen how much he did in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that he takes over games like no other player besides a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I would – I would give him a higher overall just because of just how he takes over games like a superstar. You know, um, I think I think he deserves a ninety plus. That's me. I do think he deserves a ninety. As far as him being the the best overall player in that class, you could definitely make a case for that. I think right. ultimately, I think ultimately, you have to see another season, or at least I have to see another season of him being as dominant as he was down the stretch and in the playoff. Because sometimes we see that from players and we're like, oh, they're about to come back strong. They're about to show us, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And then we see, you know, game one of the season come around and we like, okay, and then you you know, you get a couple, you know, you kind of you chalk, oh, it's week one, you know, whatever. And then we right. get kind of the week five, week six, we're like, oh, okay, like, you know, you was over here averaging, you know, 200, you know, it was two, you were having 200 yards a game in the playoffs, and now we had down to 88. What's the problem? Like, you know, <laughs> you, was, you, know right. you, was, you was receiving, you know, 150 yards, you know, in the playoffs and stuff like that, two, three touchdowns a game. Now we're down to, you know, 97 and one. Like, I'm trying to figure out, we, trying to figure out what's going on. So, um, yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, We'll see. That's you know that's definitely a big what if for him because isn't he? Uh, I might not. I might be wrong here, but isn't he? He didn't get that contract he wanted from the Niners, right? Right. So see how he plays <laughs> type thing. So yeah. Well, here's that's the thing. Here's the thing. Either they're gonna be kicking themselves because they didn't extend him while he was cheaper, or they gonna prove themselves right and be like he wasn't deserving of the money anyway. So, yeah, either or one of those. That, that's that's the only that's the only two things that's gonna happen out of this situation. So, but right. you know, anyway though. Another match. Great... Okay. Oh, I got. Wait, oh, no, wait, I'm, wait. I'm, I'm kidding more. with you. <laughs> <laughs> There's more. So, PJ Watt is a '96. Miles Garrett is a 99. Okay. I disagree with TJ Watt being a 96, but I do agree with Miles Garrett being a 99. Just TJ Watt should be a 99 as well. Yeah. That's my take. I agree with that. But yeah, Miles Garrett overall fine, but TJ Watt, crazy. TJ Watt's TJ Watt's just a different animal. <laughs> different, right? Different. Like you know, when you think of defensive players, you think of okay for at least the defensive line. Like okay, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, 
Bose, like, you know, you think of those players. Yeah, I believe, you know, at least three people I named should be 99. Yeah. If Miles Garrett's, Garrett's getting 99 overall, then definitely TJ Watt, too. I mean, the way that he right. basically anchors the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, I mean, he's clearly their best player on defense. Mm-hmm. You know, dude, dude, dude is easily twenty sacks a season too. So, easy. But yeah, like I, I said, that's that. Like I said, that's Madden for you, though. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> so lastly, you can't even explain it. You can't even explain it. No, not at all. Lastly, so Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers were the top two rated quarterbacks at like ninety-seven and like ninety-six. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Those are the, you know, the goats, you know. I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with these next two ratings. Patrick Mahomes is a 95. Josh Allen is a 92. A 92? 92. Okay. I'm glad they got the 90s, but I think they're too low. So with Josh, uh, Josh, Allen, Josh Allen should be more like a 94, maybe? I would say, yeah, 94, 94, 95-ish. I mean, he showed that he's not as great as Patrick Mahomes, but he's, like, right there. Right. Patrick Mahomes, he was a 99 in the Madden last season, and he had another great season. He just lost you know, to the, to a Super Bowl team, right? Right. <laughs> it happens. How'd he go down in overall, like, and why isn't he not higher? Because obviously when everybody says who's the best quarterback in the league is, everybody respectfully says Patrick Mahomes, unless you're a Raider fan <laughs> or in the AFC division. Like, everybody says – Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's just no question. Throws he makes, the consistency of the throws, the accuracy of the throws. I don't understand it. But, hey, that's Madden. <laughs> yeah. That's you know they're going to they gonna have to adjust these ratings. <laughs> oh, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. You know they're going to have to. Yeah, Josh Allen definitely deserves at least a 94 because we that was probably one of the best games that we're going to see in our lifetimes. So he was a part of oh, one, yeah. of the greatest games, one of the greatest games in NFL history, one of the greatest games we're going to see in our lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Um, How far? But I can't I can't be upset with Aaron Rodgers or Brady being rated that high because, I mean, those are the OGs yeah. of the game. They're going to always – they haven't they haven't stepped off a cliff. They're still playing at very high levels. Mm-hmm. So. You can't get mad at that at all. Um, so, well, we'll be, well, you know, we'll see what happens with that, though. But you have any more ratings for us, though? You know, Ugh, any more ratings? Oh, yeah, my favorite. That you, that you thought was interesting. <laughs> my favorite. Max Crosby. Raiders. He was rated in 87. Mm-hmm. But only in 87. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to say 91. I'm going to say 91. I, I, I'm, I will be, I'm, I'll agree with you. 
I would 91. agree. And he deserves a 90 plus, at least. 90 or up. I'll be okay. And 87, of, I feel like that's just disrespectful. Yeah, that, that is. That is. And I'll tell you why. Because he's one of the best players on defense, first of all. If mm-hmm. not the best player. He's basically shown up because y'all drafted Klein, Klein and Farrell. And Farrell. I don't, I don't want to butcher his name, but Farrell at number four in that mm-hmm. same draft that you got Crosby in, and he's outperformed him leaps and bounds. I mean, Mike. Oh, by far. By you far. know what I'm saying? He just signed a massive contract extension with y'all. Y'all are not. Y'all declined Farrell's contract extension. Like I said, no shade, no, like I said, no shade to him. I'm just saying. I'm just, it, 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 when you have – when you draft players – and especially that play the same position in the same draft. I mean, you can't help but compare and contrast, right? So, right. I mean, they both play basically the same position, doing the same thing. And I mean, Crosby just has exceeded expectations because he's basically a fourth round pick. So, I mean, fourth round pick, four, fourth overall. I mean, goodness, that's a way of much of a difference. Right. Um, and the way that he, Crosby basically, dudes are easily a 10, I mean, 10 plus sack guy. You know, he's always going to be in the backfield, always disruptive. Oh, yeah. So, Definitely, I don't like I said, I don't know how they got 87 because like I, said, I would definitely put him a 91 for that. Um, but hey, yeah, that's I, I think he was, <laughs> I thought he was one of the top 10 defense players in the league for and sure. He has he had the league in pressures that ain't easy to do, <laughs> so I, I, I thought it was just disrespectful for the 87. I mean. I didn't see the full list of who's ahead of him, but mm-hmm. I would. Well, if you're getting well, if you're getting pressures, that means you're constantly getting into the backfield, right? <laughs> you you oh. constantly being disruptive, right? Yeah, eighty-seven, crazy. Yeah, that that's that's a little low. I'm not gonna lie, that's a little that's a little low, but that's Madden for you, like we said. There'll be a you just wait September. By October, we'll be, we'll be having a different conversation because they'll, they'll have a just an update updated rating. You already mm-hmm. know it's coming. So, you have any more ratings for us? Though, are we we well, out of ratings for right? We're we're out of ratings for right now. That was actually yep, a fun little that was actually, that was actually a fun <laughs> little spiel, actually, because right. you know I don't pay no attention to none of that myself. Should I just be ready to play? <laughs> Me either. But I just thought it'd be a fun, a fun topic, you know. Got to get yeah, with yeah. some ideas. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, can't wait for that um that NBA two K ratings. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're gonna save that for another episode because that's not out yet. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, y'all, we appreciate y'all for tuning in, listening, liking, sharing, going crazy, all that stuff. We just be on here chilling, as y'all can see. So <laughs> we be having fun and so, talking about Madden ratings. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> um, y'all know I don't pay no attention to that. He does though, but your girl here, I like to just be in the game because when I game when it drops, do not contact me that day because I'm gonna be busy all day. Oh yeah. <laughs> But anyway, we love y'all for real. We appreciate it. We're over. We're almost to 10k, like Ooh. follow, like followers. Like y'all really showing some love and listening and all that stuff. We're in four different countries, I believe now. 
we just we we really enjoyed it, having a good time, having fun. Well, we appreciate y'all, and yes, sir. That's it. I mean, what about you? Oh no, just much love, y'all. Much love. Can't wait to get bigger and just you know stay within the family. Let's do it. Yeah, because that's all we've been doing. So, I mean, we hope to see y'all. Keep tuning in and keep showing love. You want everyone to join us? Just hit our DM because we will respond. Either me or C will respond. Probably me though because he still don't be doing Twitter like that. So if you want to talk to him, you hit him up on Facebook because that's where he's gonna be at. <laughs> I won't. <be. laughs> Facebook ain't my thing. That's his thing. Twitter my thing. But we both watch. We both. Somebody will see it. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Somebody's gonna see it. Um. And yeah. So we appreciate y'all. We had a lot of fun with this, and we're gonna see y'all in the next one. So peace. Peace.